This is the Slay Girl Slay podcast, a space created to uplift, motivate, and inspire women of color to be fearless in their pursuit of their dreams, go after what they deserve, and show up as their most unapologetic, most authentic selves. This audio series was created for every woman who was on the verge of her come up, creating her own vibe, and fiercely transforming her life. So sit down with me, get your notebook, grab a pen, and let's create the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Ashley Legs, and welcome to the Slay Girl Slay podcast. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome back to the Slay Girl Slay podcast. Happy Monday, boo. I'm so glad that you are here. How was all of your weekends this weekend? I personally spent my weekend on the couch. (laughs) Most of it was spent resting and just allowing myself to be extremely lazy this weekend. I did absolutely nothing Saturday. Like I woke up and moved from the bed to the couch. And then when it was time for bed, I moved from the couch back to the bed. (laughs) But you guys, if you attended my first live event, Girls Night In, thank you so, so much. I had the time of my life. It was everything I wanted and needed it to be. I got to see some of your beautiful faces and I just had to virtually hug all of you because we finally had a moment off of the microphone, off of the podcast, off of Instagram and just got to see each other face to face. It was so beautiful. If you missed it, I'm so sorry you missed out. (laughs) It was so much fun. We laughed and we played games and we were lit in the chat and it was just such a pleasure to see all of you and talk with you really. It really meant so much to me. When I hung up, I just sat there with my head down on the table looking like a fool and just smiled because what I was feeling was pure joy. Joy that even though through this pandemic, even through these really dark times that we were able to connect. And I felt joy that what I was dreaming up in my mind was starting to show itself to me. Anytime I put my mind to something and make a decision to do it, I go all in and I do it. And the first time I felt like that was when I created Slay Girl Slay and I jumped all in. Now I feel like we're heading to another level and I really want to do something in person and take the brand to the next step. And I'm feeling like it's all or nothing again. So <laughs> I want a live event and that's what I have committed to working towards. So I am so excited, y'all. It was such a pleasure to have all of you attend my Girls Night In. If our virtual event was that exciting and fun. I just cannot even imagine uh, what an in-person event will look like. (laughs) Like it was lit. It was so much fun. I had so, so much fun. We got so many questions from those of you that registered to the event and there was no way I could have answered all of them in the two hours that we were on live. But so many of you that did join asked this question or a variation of this question, which is how do I grow my presence online? How do I grow my following? How do I still make people want to follow me or follow what I'm doing online? And I don't have many people following me right now. 
And I decided to break this question down for you guys today and answer it to the best of my ability, knowing I don't have a million people following me and this is just my opinion and I'm speaking from my experience. In short, how I answered this question at Girls Night In is how I will begin to answer this question now. Above anything, followers, y'all, do not change your life. Followers won't keep a roof over your head. Likes and comments won't change the type of person that you are or mold you into the person that you need to be. Likes and comments and followers and mentions are just likes, comments, followers, and mentions. That's it. They make the brand look good online and they may provide better chances for other opportunities with other people or brands you find. But as I told my girls at Girls Night In, Getting a K behind the number of followers you have on your account or being verified and getting that little blue check mark does not change your life. I do, however, think if you have a brand or a business in real life, that your online presence is just as important as your real life presence. And in this age, whether we like it or not, majority of us have online presence, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, personal websites, podcasting, I can keep going, (laughs) but most of us have an account somewhere within the social media space. And there are quite a few of you that want to use that presence online to sell a product or sell your services, sell your influence, or whatever that might look like for you. But before you can do any of that, I do recommend you, number one, getting clear on what your message is with your brand and how you want that message to come across online. So if I were to ask you today, what do you do or what is your brand, whatever you tell me, you should be able to relay that same message through your social accounts. Is your brand all about being chic and modern and simplistic? And if so, when I go to your accounts online, I should be able to see that same message in your branding, in the things that you post and in your captions. Start asking yourself questions like, well, what is my brand style? How do I want people to feel when they see my brand online? You can create a Pinterest board and start pinning pictures and images of what you want your brand to look like or pin pictures of different color schemes, um, pictures of fonts you find online and just dump it all in one spot. You can already have your brand up and running, like let's say you've already launched, and you can still shift the style and the message of how you want your brand to be perceived online. Just because you've already launched, boo, doesn't mean you can't make adjustments along the way. The internet and social media is not going anywhere. Do you have, let's say, a consulting business, right? And your focus is on teaching people how to market their products to get more sales. So when we visit your online profiles, does it show what you do? Does it talk about your consulting services? Does it show various facts about marketing and why people should trust you for the job? And I'm just I'm just using that as an example, but essentially you should be able to relay the message of your brand or business online as if you were telling a friend about it in person. 
So when I tell people about slay girl slay and I say words or phrases like space for women of color or inspirational or encouraging, when that person comes across my business online, they should feel and see those things too. You can't be like, I'm a YouTuber that wants to talk about health and beauty and fitness on YouTube. But then when I go to your Instagram page, you just got a couple of cute selfies, a picture of your dog, and a couple of pictures from your last vacation to Miami, (laughs) which leads me to my next point. Your social media accounts and profiles have to all speak the same language. Your YouTube can't be saying one thing and then your website be saying something completely different. Your Instagram can't be saying you're a fitness coach and then your Facebook don't have jack squat about fitness on it. These profiles that you have have to be, I want to say, married, or at least they have to go together in a sense. And I should be able to get your message and know what you are selling or doing, regardless of if I'm on your YouTube, your Instagram, your Facebook, your podcast, or wherever. Next point, you need to be visible. Nine times out of 10, if someone likes you on Instagram, they want to know more about you. So they're going to dig. And they're going to look you up. So they're going to start looking you up on Facebook and they're going to look for you on YouTube. If you have a YouTube account, if you have a website or a podcast, they're going to look you up on Instagram. And if I'm trying to grow my presence online, I personally don't believe in just having one profile. I don't think you have to be on every single platform there is out there, but I do think it's important to know where your audience is and be on the platforms that they are on. The only way to be visible online is to be visibly online. I should be able to find you in more than just Facebook or more than just Instagram or more than just Twitter. I should be able to find you almost everywhere. I was listening to an episode on NPR's Code Switch called The Women Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. And when I say I was tapped in from the moment I pressed play, when we think about the bus boycott, we think about Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King, but we never really learned how this bus boycott was organized. But in this episode, you hear directly from the many women who organized for months and did what it took to make this bus boycott happen. And y'all, I was locked in the entire time. If you're interested in hearing more stories like this, you have to check out NPR's podcast. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Stories of joy, stories of resilience, stories that are distinct and varied and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. So, as someone that has textured and curly hair, I'm excited to share Clairol's Textures and Tones came out with a permanent color range specifically for curly and coily hair types. Say hello to the improved formula and new look 
while preserving curls and shine. With 12 shades of brilliant intense color, no ammonia, and stacked with argon and olive oil to deliver some much needed moisture and vibrancy to your hair. So if you're my girl that likes a little color to spice up your look from time to time, the new Clairol Textures and Tomes was designed with texture and color specialists, and it was created with you in mind. Clairol's mission is simple, to make every woman feel beautiful and confident and help her live colorfully through accessible and easy to use products. Save your time and your money and give yourself a new hairdo because it's not the hair color you were born with, but the hair color you were meant to be. Clairol, it is so me. If you have a business and you only have a Facebook page for your business, that's a great start. But how can you grow online if you're only visible to the people who follow you on Facebook? Growing online and presenting your brand or business to more people means getting in more people's faces, and you can't do that from just your Facebook page. It's a lot of work running multiple profiles, I know, but you can't influence to an empty room. You can't grow the business if you're just promoting and marketing to your friends and family that follow you. If people don't know you, they aren't going to know where or how to find you, so make it easy for them. Which leads me to this. If you are online and have a brand and business you're trying to market, but you don't have a home for people to actually come and do that business with you, you're wasting your time, boo. If you are selling your products or services, there should be a place online that directs me to your service or business where I can make a purchase or at the very least get in contact with you if I want to do business. So what does that mean, Ash? Do you have a website set up with an encrypted checkout page to sell products? Does your YouTube channel link me to your website where I can learn more about you? And does it give me instructions on how to partner with you if I want to do a collaboration or if I want to hire you? If you have a podcast, how can I listen to your show? If you have a clothing line, where do I go to see more pictures of what you're selling? How do I know what sizes you offer? How do I know what to buy? And I know all of that sounds mundane and it's, it's not the sexy side of running a brand or business on social media, but the more you can lock all of these things in, the better you are at growing online. Because think about all of the brands or businesses that you follow. You know where they are. You know how to get in touch with them. You know what they sell or what they produce or what they create. You know their mission and their vibe. You know what their products look like and what options you have when you purchase with them. So start emulating these same ideas and principles for yourself in your online business. And now I want to get into the even bigger piece of the pie, (laughs) which is probably the biggest slice of the pie, which is the content. You know how they say content is king? It really is. (laughs) And I know a lot of people struggle with what to post or what to say in the captions and what to say in the blog post or how to title certain things. How should I title my video? And it just goes on and on and on. And right now we're extremely limited because we can't go outside and and shoot content regularly and do the things that we normally would like to do. And I recognize that creating content can be a pain point. What I have learned is that nothing is ever new under the sun. Content is created, 
recreated and recreated over and over and over again. What makes content great is when you can take an idea you came across and flip it, change it, make it your own, put your own spin on it, put your own opinion on it, put your own sauce into it. There is no need to recreate the wheel when it comes to creating content, boo. Pinterest has literally millions of content ideas. You just have to go in, roll up your sleeves, and create something new based on what's already there. So when you think back to your message, right, and your mission and your brand's style and how you want people to feel when they visit your page or the accounts that you have online, start thinking of ways to create content around that. I should be sponsored by Trello at this point (laughs) based on how many times I recommend Trello, but this is in no way, shape, or form an ad. This is just me recommending something I fully use and love and believe in, and I use Trello. Trello makes it so easy for me to just put in ideas that I have or save pictures that I see that I want to recreate or graphics that I love that I get inspired to you know, whip up my own graphics. Because we're online 500,000 times a day. I usually just save the things that I like to see. And when it's time to create content, I go to my Trello boards and I look for inspiration. And when I say save things that I see, I mean I save everything that I see that I like. And if I see a font that's super cute, I screenshot it. If I see a picture of a girl on a swing and she has flowers everywhere, I save it because the picture looks really whimsical and I like that. Things that I really like, I save because it inspires me to create something and draw something from that picture that would be relevant for what I'm trying to create for my brand and my business. Next, let's say... You don't have enough content, right? And keeping your content consistent is key as well because you can't be throwing out great content for this month and then next month completely disappear. (laughs) You have to stay relevant and stay in people's faces, you know, to grow. So one of the very first lessons I learned early on before Slay Girl Slay and when I was just this girl in Chicago trying to run a little blog was that the more content you can create and stack up, the better. Always have content sitting in your back pocket, ready to throw out and post. There are tons of videos on YouTube of how to batch create content so that you can create weeks and months worth of content over the course of, you know, a couple of days or a weekend. But always know what you have and always know what you're about to put out. I told my booze at Girls Night In that You have to be forward thinking when it comes to creating content online and always having content ready to go, which means knowing what you're going to post weeks in advance. Get yourself a calendar or a whiteboard and start planning out what's going up over the next couple of weeks so you can be prepared. The better you are at planning, the more prepared you are to post. For example, I know what's coming up for Slay Girl Slay at least one month in advance. So today is May 4th. I already know what's coming up and what's going out every single day up until June 4th. And if you guys could see my house right now, (laughs) I have a calendar up on my fridge, a calendar up on my computer, a calendar that gives me live updates on my phone if I change something on my computer, and a whiteboard. And it's all synced. And I know y'all are like, 
But sis, that's so much work. (laughs) And yes, yes, it is. It's a lot of work. But the difference between you being successful with your brand and business and the next woman is the work that you're willing to put in. This is not sexy whatsoever. I know it may look sexy when you see it online and you see these nice, beautiful pictures that people post and you hear the podcasts that you hear and you see the websites or the launches and the the YouTube videos, but all the back work, which is like 90% of the process itself, is not sexy. It's long hours. It's frustration sometimes. It's spending money that you didn't even make yet to pull it all together. But like I said before, if you want it, prove it. There is no cheat code to getting thousands of followers online, or at least the type of followers that you want. You want people that will invest in you, people who care about what you're posting, people who are looking for you to come through with a good blog post or a good YouTube channel or a good workshop or a good course. And the way that you get there is by serving the 10, 20, 50, 1,000 followers that you have right now. Give them your best work. Give them consistency. Get to know them. Comment back to them. Answer their messages and emails. Take the time to show love and support to them because I guarantee you, the more that you can serve them, the more that they start to serve you. How do they serve you? By telling their friends about you. They tell their family about you. They say, y'all, I really like this girl I found online. She's so nice to me. She talks to me. She makes me feel seen. She answers my messages. When I brought her products, she reached back out and asked if if everything was okay. She has great customer service. Y'all would really like her too. Check her out. Then boom, that's more people. And then they tell their people, boom, that's more people. Hear me when I say there are no amount of followers in the world that will give you the validation that you are searching for because that's what we're really after, right? We want to feel validated. We want the K behind the amount of followers that we have. We want the blue check marks. We want to be verified. There are people, y'all, who have millions of followers and still sad and just as empty or upset as they were the day that they had just one person looking at them. And yeah, it was probably exciting for a second, but did it make them a better person? No. Did them having millions of followers add value to someone else's life? Probably not. Is having 50,000 subscribers attached to your YouTube profile your passion? Is that what you're after? Is that why you were placed on this earth? Is that your mission? And I know you're like, well, Ash, having followers is important because it makes me look good online. It makes my brand look good. It makes the business look good. It, it opens doors and gives me opportunities to make money and work with brands. And while yes, boo, I'm, I'm 100% for it. And yes, I agree with you. It opens doors. It provides opportunities. Never forget that your worth, your value, and who you are and what you will give to this world will never measure up to a number listed on your profile. It will never amount to a number of listeners or subscribers you may have. Who you are is not the number of clients you have booked right now or want to book in the future. Who you are is not the number of people who sign up for your workshop 
or your class or your life, who you are right now and the woman you are growing into becoming will always be far greater than any number Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or Instagram will ever give you. So verify that. That's it for today's podcast, boo. If you love the Slay Girl Slay podcast, be sure to give us a rating and your feedback at the end of this episode. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to learn more about our girl gang and the Slay Girl Slay book club in the links provided in the description. Follow us on social media at Slay Girl Slay on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And come visit us on our website at www.slaygirlslay.com. I can't wait for our next girl chat, so please believe we will chat soon, boo. Peace.